Is there a percentage known as to the number of people that, you know, are trans, you know, as far as the, the whole spectrum goes? You know what I mean? What's as far question? as, okay. if I was to, no. I mean, if, if it's like 10% of people that are trans, it wouldn't make sense to go up to everyone and, and say, oh, I see. you know, what's your preference or, you know, who, who do you identify with? If it's 50%, I could see doing that. I mean, I'm just saying realistically, we can't expect the entire spectrum of people, you know, to... to Ask that with the as the first thing that you say when you woke up to someone. I'm sure that there are statistics. I don't know them off the top of my do head. We even, do we even no. need this? Yes, thing with yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not that smart. But there are statistics out right. there stating approximately, you know, what the out, the like, the you know, out. Per percentage of out right, right. is. But we still live in a society that's extremely hostile to trans people and right. a lot of people stay closeted and they for like their entire lives. And will never you know, be, be counted in that statistic yeah. because of and that. so it's it's really hard to say like, oh, this is like it's only ten percent of people. So like in order to right, create a climate in which people can actually feel comfortable to come out and to be themselves and to identify the way that they want to identify, we have to be be wary of our language. And we have to, you know, make those extra strides, ask for preferred pronouns, you know, actually use people's preferred pronouns when they correct you. Right. That sort of thing. I would hope that you're at least given the benefit of the doubt once or twice because it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. in life, I'm it's going to happen. I'm not saying that you, right, if you right. mess up my pronouns, once, right, right, right. That's exactly, over. You're exactly. a transphobe forever. Right, right. It's, it's in the reaction when people, you know, correct you too. Right. Because, like, if I'm sitting and, you know, someone calls me she or whatever and I say, hey, my preferred pronouns are actually he, him, and you get defensive and you get all like, oh, well, you know, this is such a burden to me that, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, you guys laugh, but it's true. That's what yeah. we get told. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I, don't, I don't mean to invalidate <laughs> yeah, that. No. I'm laughing because it's because of the ridiculousness of somebody actually saying that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you how ridiculous is is it so to be honest. like, oh, I mean, what? Like, now I have to remember this? Well, yes, because that's what I am. That's you know what legitimately 90% of society right now. Right. Honestly, is the idea that, oh, I have to think about you in a way that is outside the gender binary that I'm comfortable with, so I don't want to do that. Right. And just showing a trans person that you're willing to make the efforts and to say, I'm sorry, I will work really hard in the future to remember your pronouns. I mean, that's a huge step forward. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, in regards to uh, going... So you wouldn't get offended if I mistake you for a female? No. Uh, it happens every day. I'm not very far in my medical or social transition, if you will. So, um, honestly, especially when people insist that some pronouns are grammatically incorrect. Yes, Sargreen, yes. There are quite a few gender-neutral pronouns, particularly the debate of they, their, them, that uh, people tend to say, oh, that's grammatically incorrect to refer to someone as they because they only refers to people, not a person. Mm. But Webster Dictionary already came out and was like, they, their, them are 
single pronouns. Like you can you use them a lot more than you realize to refer to um, a single person. So how how would that work? So I would be like, oh, Alex is coming over. They are excited to come. Or... Yeah. Really? Yeah. That seems so grammatically incorrect. Does it? I mean, I think I think typically they ex- describe it's, like it's a group, be, but it could, I guess it could be um, because well, you only think of it as grammatically correct when you actually know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mad T said, "I'm confused." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of um, a sudden change. I was answering one question, and then I started on another comment, which I apologize <laughs> for. Um, seeing the screen, if I see it, it's I, it's I, curtains. I have to. <laughs> you could um, say, "My human friend is coming." But As opposed see, to your dog friend? The, the thing is that when you don't know somebody, like say that, that you're referring to like somebody you have no idea about, like the mailman's coming, right? Right. Or like, you know. Or my friend. Yeah, yeah my friend's coming. Yeah. You would reply, oh, who are they? You know. Oh. But it's only when, you know, you know a person and you see them as a certain gender. Right then you want to say, oh, that's grammatically incorrect. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Sore green's a hot button. I don't know what that yeah. means. There's definitely Sore green is, a... <laughs> Sore green yeah, is, it... is with it, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> a hot button, I don't know what that means. <laughs> We're going to start that trend. Wow. Instead okay. of bay, that's my they, hot button. <laughs> they bring up hot button issues. Could say my peeps are coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's not that's not a pronoun though. That's a noun. Wait, wait I thought a noun was about... a person, place, or thing. My um... yeah. So saying my peeps, that would the peep is a noun, right? I don't know. I didn't... My, my cordial acquaintance. <laughs> so I mean, you could, I guess, my professor attempt of to cool. avoid pronouns <laughs> for all the all eternity of. Knowing your gender-neutral friend, or you can just appropriately use their use they there that right right. So I would say, okay, because this is like rocking my world, and I think yeah. Mad TV is there's confused. a lot of I mean, yeah. Mad T is confused too. Let's go back to this, and I know we kind okay. of just said it, but no, it's not you, it's me. You're coming over. Somebody says, "Who's coming over?" I say, "Alex is coming over." What does Alex like to do? So I would say they like to watch movies? Yeah. That is so crazy to me. I feel like it goes against everything of what I learned. But in reality, <laughs> in reality, that's, according to Webster's, it's yeah, correct. Yes, correct. See, I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I sort of, like, I grew up on LGBT sites. Like, I came out with my sexuality when I was like 10 or 11 and stuff and I've been researching ever since so like look everybody's like shocked by it they're like what? Oh, really? what? That's, that's so weird. weird yeah I mean I was just very I was very not you the, the, the pronouns oh okay okay never mind so it's just been sort of really well my pronouns are he him we're using me as um, sort of an example of they You, I mean you can refer to me as they as well I won't be offended by it but um just, um, wait, what was the original question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> so sorry. No, please don't. This is ADD TV. Um, the original question, well, now I forget. Seems, too. Oh, wait, no, no idea. I think I was just saying why <laughs> no it doesn't idea. seem weird to me. It doesn't, 
No, it's not your fault, Matthew Forever. Please don't apologize. I'm just a hot mess right now. <laughs> um, Aren't we all? Yeah, so to me, they, their, them has always been either a singular pronoun for someone of an unidentified gender or a pronoun for a group. Like, okay. It's always been like that for me, so I, I'm... But I never really... You're shocked that. that I'm shocked. Yeah, right, kind right. of. I... I mean, I knew it was a huge issue, obviously, because I've heard of it so much, but I just, I guess I never really realized how odd it is for people. Right, right. right. Well, being that you've you've lived this for, for yeah. many years now, you know, you're more obviously... Uh, I'm glad that you're learning. That. Involved. Yes. I mean, I think realistically, if you're going into a situation where, you know, if I was going to introduce you with, you know, to one of my friends, there would have to be some sort of an explanation. Um, if I was to say they, they'd be like, well, what do you mean by they? You know, is, did he bring a friend? You know, so I, I, and it necessarily isn't that other person's fault for, for, you know, getting that confused. And so, you know, I, I feel like it's important to be able to discuss that with, you know, whoever you're introducing to in order to make sure that, you know, A, they know how to handle it because no one, I wouldn't want to put anyone in that situation. So yeah, man, I think it's important to, again, give someone the benefit of the doubt up front. Um, and then at that point, if they continue to be a lunatic about it, then you'd know who not to hang out with at that point because realistically yeah. in 2016 planet Earth, there's a lot of people who are stuck with, uh, you know, black and white and, you know, sharp lines instead of blurred lines. And I think we're transitioning, you know, to being more open and realizing that things are more of a spectrum than more black and white. And, you know, a lot of those things are are not as closely correlated as we thought, such as, you know, the gender that you identify with, such as the sexuality that you identify with, such as, um, you know, how you act as far as if you're more feminine or masculine. And they're all a spectrum and that's something that a lot of people aren't don't think about. Yeah, I agree. And also kind of going back to what you're saying about the pronouns, giving people the benefit of the doubt. You know, I have quite a few non-binary friends and whatnot that use they, their, them. And, you know, that's what I use in general conversation when talking right. about them. Um, so I feel like that's also, too, a part of it is just, Getting the people around you accustomed right. to that right. sort of idea. I would use those pronouns. I'm just typically not in situations where it applies. But if I was, then yeah. I would be, you know, sensitive towards it and definitely, you know. And it doesn't need to be trans-specific, right? I could say about Brandon, you could be asking, oh, who's coming? What are you doing tonight? Oh, Brandon's coming over. Uh, oh, what does he like to do? They like to watch movies. Or does it only apply no, to trans? No, I just... It definitely doesn't always apply to trans. Like, those are pronouns that I think, you know, especially if you you aren't sure about how they identify, they, they okay. them is always a safe bet. Got you. Okay. But I always like to throw in, like, we do use it as a singular pronoun, too, because, you know, when, when we don't know a person, when we don't even know their name or anything like that or what their gender is, we do use it. So, no, it's not a trans-specific thing. I think just the, the conversation around it right. is. Right, okay. Because it's, it's non-binary genders, you know, gender-neutral, androgynous people um, who are, like, saying, hey, this is the pronouns that you should always use, regardless of how I'm presenting. And that's the actual struggle. Okay, that makes sense. There are, you know, kids in, in the world today, there is starting to become a... Oh. 
change for the positive. Target no longer has a boys' toy section and a girls' toy section. Now they just have toys. Uh, And there was another major chain that just did that as well. There's a positive transformation happening where gender binaries are no longer important. So, because at the end of the day, there's 100 million kids like you that played with trucks instead of uh, Barbies. And that... You know, I remember when I was a kid and I got stuck. We were playing The Legend of Zelda, like, like the, basically like the cosplay version, which is like really weird. And I got stuck being Zelda. And I was like, at the time, I was like, you know, oh, of course I get picked for Zelda or whatever. But at the end of the day, I mean, it didn't right. matter. matter at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just a character that, I don't even know what the heck Zelda right. does, but... Um, I feel like there are correlated spectrums, but it's a different spectrum as far as what you identify with um, sexually, what you identify with as far as masculine and feminine. You could be biologically a male who identifies as male, who is heterosexual, but likes to play with Barbies, you know, Yeah. and who is more feminine as far as how they act, but they're a male who is... So again, that's a different spectrum as far as... You know, like we gotcha. talked about earlier, being a male who likes to play sports, oh, that's that's masculine yeah. compared to being a male who likes, likes to, to draw. do makeup or do hair, where, you know, they identify as male, biologically male, heterosexual, but they like to listen to Britney Spears and, uh, you know... Wait, and do, just, and do nails, uh, do manicures, you know what I mean? It's, but wait, why is listening to Britney Spears feminine? I mean, again, that's a spectrum as well. If you look at the numbers, maybe it's more leaning towards... Feminine, maybe? I, I don't know, Britney I mean, Spears? I think what you're trying to get at is the fact that the way that we um, present, right. the way that we um, sort of play at gender, right. is doesn't, like, actually, is not associated with right. gender identity. Right, exactly. Which is true. Yeah, that's it's exactly my point. I mean, they're different spectrums. I feel like they're correlated, but they're different spectrums. But they're really not correlated, Right. Yeah. I mean, they're interrelated they in certain ways, but they're not. It's not black and white. I mean, it's yeah. different spectrums, different scales. So, how are they correlated? Well, neither... so, uh, it, a lot of it, in my opinion, has to do with how you feel comfortable presenting yourself towards other people. You know, you, you do what you can do every day to to be happy, and that comes down to you know validating yourself, how you feel about yourself, and the things that you want to do in order to you know present yourself a certain way. And we all do that constantly. And so I think these are topics that people are uncomfortable talking about. Even introducing the idea to people that, you know, you don't have to, you can be whatever you want. And it, and it doesn't, it's not limited to, you know, the gender that you were given at birth. And it's not limited to, obviously, and specifically, it shouldn't be limited to uh, society's rules. Because, you know... In my opinion, they should be progressing and expanding and bringing people to, together rather than Tearing sharpening the lines. Yeah. And, so, right. going back to sex, is... Of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> of you course. know me. <laughs> so, can you be a trans male and like boys? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, you know, if I say, like... I'm gay for Aaron to be. 
that would be me expressing. Who is that? <laughs> um, if anybody watched Grease Live on Sunday, oh, <laughs> I saw all your posts about it, but I didn't yeah. actually watch it. The guy who played Danny Zuko, I adore him. So he's all <laughs> big hearts for that. Yes, Grease <laughs> Live fans in the house. Um, but yeah, so I would say because I identify as male, and I'm a like. If I'm attracted to guys, I would cons- like I would say that I was gay. Right. Does, does that make sense? Yes. So, I like, was actually going to ask that, but I didn't know if that was considered offensive. I was going to ask no. it anyway, so you could tell yeah, me. Yeah. No. 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 But, okay. Um. So, so a trans male who likes boys is gay. Gotcha. I mean, mm-hmm. that's easy enough. Right. Or bi or whatever. Right. Right. But yeah. Um. And a trans woman who likes women is a lesbian. You know, and I think right. that people tend to um, get confused by that because they want to see people as the they're, gender that they're assigned right, right, right. rather than the gender that they identify with. And that's how they're correlated with their different spectrums. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, some trans mm. men are straight um, and some trans women are straight and they're, you know, like All straight trans, that. yeah, trans men, um, like women straight trans women like men that sort of thing and i think also the correlation between sexuality and gender also has to do with the fact that they're both so heavily marginalized when you go outside of society's norms Mm -hmm. so you know we kind of both even at for like straight trans trans people are part of like the lgbt community in that sense as well right right mad forever says do you find that caitlin jenner doesn't make sense with some of her views definitely (laughs) i think I think um, the fact that Caitlyn Jenner has had um, a spotlight on her since the very beginning of her transition, she's very new to the community. So, you know, being raised in, like, a hyper-masculine society, you know, and living as, you know, a male in that society for so long and not being aware of the LGBT community and whatnot makes her not as aware of the issues that we face. And I think that over time, as she um, continues on in her transition, as she meets with other people within our community and whatnot, then her views will probably change. Um, Definitely, we all have our journeys and we all start out, you know, with very preconceived notions of things and particularly within our politics. Um, So, that's kind of why I try not to judge Caitlyn Jenner as harshly against for her like her political views because I feel like they're still born um, because of though because she hasn't had the experience she hasn't been within our community for long right yeah and and she Mad said I found her to be confusing on Ellen and I think that's absolutely right is you know at the end of the day it's almost still an internalized transphobia yeah definitely definitely um and we all have those you know when you come from sort of or is it afraid to totally commit no i don't think it's that i think it's really just exposure wise you know she yeah hasn't... i think she's i think she's committed at this point <laughs> i think it's more she hasn't had the time to sort of work through her internalized transphobia and homophobia that we all have because of the society that we're raised in right um and without that experience, she ends up saying things that come off as bigoted, that comes off as uneducated, because, I mean, she is kind of uneducated. Yeah. And and she's essentially voting against her own self-interest. You know what I mean? 
yeah. uh, in in many ways, or, or just, speaking out against her. In some yeah, cases. and I just think that right now she's just not aware of that because she hasn't had a lot of time talking with people within our community, um, or you know, actually paying attention and reading up on the issues and that sort of thing. Like she hasn't been involved with that. And she's still very new in her transition, so as time goes on, I think she will become more aware. I think her politics will change. Um, it's just hard because she's literally growing up, you know, she's literally becoming herself in front of... The world. The world, yeah. So she's going to make mistakes, and she's going to, you know, say things. We all have our learning, our learning journeys. Mad said, I just think it's crazy that she would even feel that way, and I, I completely it does, agree. It does seem like that, but, you know, when you are have been thinking a certain way for, you know, so long, like a whole portion of your life, it, it takes a lot to sort of rewire that. I do agree she should be understanding, but, again, it's everybody everybody learns that. Comes in their own yeah, exactly. way. Or comes to terms in their own yeah, exactly. Well, forgot the two terms part. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I've learned 20 times more than I've ever known about this topic in the past hour. Yes. That's awesome. <clears throat> so it was That's more, I, it was um, great for me to just listen and, and uh, you know, take in a lot of information that I've never thought about. Um, you know, you, you, you think about it from time to time, but, but this really enabled me to kind of understand um, the complexities of how exhausting it is, um, you know, dealing with social norms, dealing with, uh, you know, being comfortable in your own skin, which we all deal with every day of our lives, whether we admit it or not. Um, and there's a lot that plays into that, especially if you're in a category that isn't in the social norm. It has to be exhausting every day. I'm exhausted talking about it or listening to it for the past hour, let alone living it. Um, and so hopefully as we progress, you know, people can be more understanding. And I think, you know, I, if I could, if I could hope for anything, it would be for people in your situation to, um, understand that, that people that judge people that say stupid things, it's because they're uninformed. And I know you know that. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if, if someone with a, child mentality about the situation comes up and says something stupid to you if anything look down on them rather than being offended by them don't give them the energy of being offended by that person who is clearly uneducated and because it has to be exhausting i mean it's it's to constantly have to go through that on a daily basis because of society yeah and i think that it's very easy to tell um, when someone says something because they're, they're uneducated and when someone says something because they're trying to right. be intentionally offensive. Right. So there's definitely an easy way to see it. And I think that's why it's always been really important to me, you know, coming out both in terms of like my sexuality and in terms of my gender too. Um, <laughs> Mad said, or give them a good smack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in certain cases sometimes. But um, in to answer these questions and to, you know, spend the time to talk about this because I think a lot of it, like a lot of it is just from, you know, not having the resources to learn about this. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to say before we wrap up? I love answering questions and you know if there's anything that we didn't cover that you're still kind of like wondering about you can hit me up on my Twitter at Alex West Ingram um, 
and hopefully we can do some some more of these. Yes, this is awesome. So to wrap up, you guys are absolutely amazing, the viewers. I mean, we don't have a show without you. We really, really, really don't. Your questions, your comments, your uh, love that you give us every single show. Uh, and they're You're loving you. Welcome. Thanks for the info, Alex. Thanks for the great information. You guys are awesome. You are so welcome, guys. I, I've talked about this a million times. The reason that I want to do Kyle to you is because I want to have use my platform to make a difference and if that reaches one person and they can get a little bit more information including myself than we had before about a topic like this then it's all worth it i met uh alex uh, a couple years ago and this is no offense to you it's going to be a compliment so bear with okay. me um before alex came out yes. is that the word before alex came out as uh, a trans male i was transphobic uh i'm generally an open person and i think everybody knows that but i had a trans people were kind of like the last taboo you know what i mean i concur and i felt that i felt the same way yeah and and I would make a tranny joke or a Caitlyn Jenner joke. I still defended Caitlyn Jenner mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I completely believed in her right to to live as how she feels. Mm -hmm. um, however, I, I would pass along a Caitlyn Jenner joke or whatever. As you and I, as you came out as trans, I was like, wait a second. Here's a real person that I care about that has been going through this his, his whole life. And it's no longer a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it really, and as you began to educate me on all of these things and continue to educate me on all of these things, it completely, it made it human for me. And I know that it's made it human for some of you watching out here because Alex is an amazing person and yeah. uh, so brave to come and talk to all of us about this and answer questions that yeah. are unedited as you guys have <laughs> yeah. done uh which which we do on purpose because we want to know what you think it's the only way conversations like these are the only way to continue to move forward and progress and be more loving and you know get through this life on this gigantic rock that we all share together called Earth. So thank you, Brandon, as always. Thank you, Alex, as always. Thank all of you, as always. We love you. Subscribe right here uh, for YouTube podcast. We love you. Um, the unedited version, the long, long version is on the podcast. The shorter, more succinct version is on the YouTube. And um, peace. Love you guys. Bye. You.